Okay. You know a habit that is super, super hard to break is the really negative mantras that we have, like, for ourselves. We say under our breaths to ourselves about ourselves. I don't know about you, but this is a personal problem that I have, is I have, like, um a problem with like saying bad shit to myself out loud about myself or like just eat like little things like oh my god like okay when I was young I used to be I hate my life I mean not anymore (laughs) I and the crazy thing is I actually kind of love my life but even now some of the mantras I'm trying to break are like really really negative really really negative and it's like um I have one in where I'm like, oh, get it together, girl. All the time. I always say that as if I'm not together. I mean, you know, everybody has their own their own version of that or what they think that is, you know. But that itself is implying that there's, I need to fix something. Like, I'm not right right now. Like, you know what I mean? But all the time, though, I have, you know, as you guys might already know from listening to this podcast, I've had a lot of stalker problems. Like, I've had places that I've stayed where I didn't realize I was being filmed the entire time. Um, I've had, like, um, really, really traumatic experiences happen to me on film and, like, weird little bets placed on me. I've had a lot of things, right? So sometimes I have... um, I have... um, Things that I say that remind me of that night that I just, like, reiterate to myself. It's, like, really fucked up because, for me, it brings up the whole feeling again. I don't do it as much anymore. I'm actually, like, at a point where I realize now that I really, really, really love my life. And I really, really, really love myself. And my life is actually fucking great. But... I probably created a lot of the most fucked up situations by reiterating past events that suck, you know, or like talking down to myself out loud. The words you say out loud are so much more like important than the thoughts you think in your head. I mean, I'm telling you. Because like once you put it out there, it's out there. It's out there forever, forever. You can't unsay anything ever. Even if what you say is a lie, it becomes true. Even if what you say to yourself over and over and over is a lie, like, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so ugly. That used to be one when I was like uh, a preteen, everybody has, uh, I don't know if every girl has that, every teenage girl, preteen, has that phase where she's just calling herself ugly or fat or gross or just whatever, just, you know, talking down on herself when she looks in the mirror, when she looks at other girls. I don't fucking know. But I had a bad habit of being like, I'm so ugly when I looked in the mirror. And for the longest time, I felt extremely ugly and couldn't realize how pretty I was because... I kept telling myself I was ugly, so everything in my life started vibrating on the frequency of I'm mad ugly right now. Like, oh, I'm so ugly. 
Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's really what you do to yourself when you do that. Mantras are real, whether they're good or not. (laughs) Whether they're positive or negative, they're effective for sure. They're effective for sure. Um, yeah. Something really, really, really beautiful I've been doing lately is like, okay, me and my mom are really tight. Like, super fucking tight. But of course, like any young girl and her mom, we've had our rough patches. Like, super rough, though. Super rough. Um... Yo, to the point where it's just like, what the hell? And the fact that I understand my mom so deeply is kind of crazy. Like, okay, I have this thing that I I do that's like really fucked up. But, I mean, it's my only way to, like, it's the only way that I know how to do it. I'm getting better now. I can definitely say that. Well, I've had this thing in the past that I do where I deeply, deeply, deeply understand where the other person is coming from, but I don't feel like they're understanding where I'm coming from, so I stand my ground and just keep fucking saying what I'm saying. Like, I, I like, so deeply will understand, like, within pretty much every fucking argument that I've ever been in in life. I mean, I'm just trying to think of one where it hasn't been that way, but... Even with debates and, like, just everything, I so deeply understand the other person's point of view, but I just don't think they get mine. So I just disregard it and, like, reiterate my point so they (laughs) And, like, no, I get you. You need to get me. (laughs) You need to get me. You need to understand what I'm saying to you. I don't know. It's not right, but it is what I do. I mean, and... And that's what has been going on for with me and my mom for the longest time. And of course, no one knows how to get under your skin like the people you've lived with your whole life or have lived with like 18 years in your life. Nobody can get under your skin like that. Like your sisters, your brother, anybody you've lived with your whole life, they can get under your skin ridiculously. It's true. It's true. Nobody could do it like them. They get you. Even if they don't consciously get what it is that gets under your skin, they subconsciously do. Like, you know what I mean. Like, they fucking get you. And, you know, on some Leo Aquarius shit, I mean, I'm going to be fucking real. Because I love to dog on Aquariuses. And one day we could have a rag session on them. One day we can really go in. But... On some Leo Aquarius shit, I have been that person to be like, nobody gets me. Oh, I'm so different. Oh, my God. Everybody is so, like, weird, lame. They don't understand. I was just so emo, so goth about it. Like, I don't think goth is a word. No, no, no. I was just so, like, I was just so... Emo, no one understands me, no one gets me. I listen to Avril Lavigne. Yes, the whole vibe, that was me. But for, like, so long in my life. Um, I will say maybe it had something to do with being the only fire placement in my house. 
in a house full of earth placements and a Scorpio mom. But she has like hella earth in her chart. It's fucking ridiculous. And even in her big three, she's Scorpio is the only one. You know? Scorpio is the only water sign. Like even in her big three, like I grew up with a Capricorn, a Taurus, and a, um, a Scorpio with hella earth placements. And, you know, I just, I thought, I will can, I will say that might have had something to do with the fact that I'm like, I'm just so different. And it's kind of like projected that onto the entire world. But like, I, I have this whole thing where I'm like, oh, no one understands me, but I get everybody. <laughs> I understand everyone. Nobody gets me. But like, that's not true. I do have people who deeply love me and really care about me. I've had friends who said that they cared about me and exploited me for money. <laughs> okay, we don't have to get into detail. But I've had friends who, I've had friends who have like totally, like totally like violated like completely violated all my business like oh yikes I have friends who have worked with my stalkers if you know if you already know that I've been the victim of group stalking like I know I reiterate that but like and it's it's deeply ingrained in my like psyche at this point because it's so recent and I don't think any man could ever really understand like understand what it is to be a woman being stalked I know I know but it's like I just don't think anybody could ever get it um, I know that I've done some pretty harsh rejection, rejections in life when it comes to boys, but I didn't think that shit would come back to bite me. Like, yo, if I don't want you, I don't want you, bro. And then to, like, try to, like, okay, yo, there's literally so fucking much, it's damn ridiculous. It is. There's literally so much to this story, like, because it gets so deep into, like, into like hometown shit, to industry shit, to like, oh my God. You know something I realized though? Growing up, I always thought I wanted to be famous. I always thought I wanted fame and money, but I never wanted any of that. I just wanted what was behind it, which is with the money, it's like security and abundance and freedom, you know? With the fame, it's just validation, which only comes from the inside. It's just love, which comes from the inside. <laughs> I just wanted love and validation, and I wanted to be seen in a positive light. But, um, yeah, dude, turns out I got seen, like, way too much. And you know the thing now is I don't even like attention anymore. Like, I really hate it, actually. Anything that makes someone want to, like, look towards me, I, like, cringe. Like, I don't like it. Like, oh, my God. You know, today, literally today, I was looking at myself, and I was like, I can't believe I ever used to wear crop tops. Because, like... Yo, my stomach is not flat. It's a vibe to wear crop tops. Like, it could be, but, like, yo. 
I can't believe I ever had myself on display in that way. Maybe it's just because I'm suffering from like the sexual trauma stuff, you know, and being like overly sexualized without my consent, you know. But I will say that I don't see a world where I could just wear a crop top ever again. I got rid of literally all my clothes. Did you know that? I went shopping recently. I bought some really cute stuff, like some really cute stuff. And I'm like, it's very conservative, but it's very cute. And that's just what I'm on now. I can't anymore with the shit. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that shit. I used to wear the shorts and wear the crop tops and the leggings, yo. The fact, like, the idea of anybody seeing the outline of my body makes me want to, like, die. Ooh, maybe not die, but, like, yeah, something really close. You know? Like, oh. But I'm, what I'm trying to do is forgive myself for the negative mantras that created the negative circumstance in reality that I was living in. I'm just trying to forgive myself. And I'm just trying to work through it because I, here's the thing, like, I really have had a charmed life in comparison to a lot of things. And I don't want to compare, you know, it's unhealthy, blah, 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 whatever. But like, I've been watching this YouTube channel. Let me see if I can shout her out. I mean, let me see. I've been watching this. Um, let me go to my history. Hold on. I'm about to tell you guys what her name is. But it's like the old school gossip. Like the old Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Old Hollywood scandals. So it's like I was listening to the, the Marvin Gaye one. It's like on YouTube. Her name is Ashley Says So. Like there's a Rick James one. Marvin Gaye. Did you guys know Marvin Gaye was like, yo, I don't know, but did y'all know that he is, like, they suspected him? Like, the police suspected him to be a fucking serial killer before he got famous. I know. Big yikes. Anyway. Like, you know, like, um, these motherfuckers had hard lives, bro. Like, hard lives. Did you know? Did you know? I mean, of course, Tina Turner had a hard life. Let me see. Richard Pryor? Hard life, buddy. Really, like, super fucking hard life. Yo, like, probably the hardest, him and Marvin Gaye. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I my childhood was safe. Nothing happened to me bad when I was a kid. Nobody touched me as a kid. Like, I didn't have to deal with being sexualized in any way until I was, like, 15, which is, like, a lot later than most girls. I mean, seriously. I lived a good life. I live a good life. I have a happy... Like, I have a lot of people who really love me that I just disregarded because it's the worst fucking realization to realize, like, that everybody loves you. You have hella family, you have hella community who really does love you. And you just feel so misunderstood on the inside that you project it to everyone who really wants the best for you. It's almost like, it's almost like being rich but choosing to live under a fucking bridge. You know what I mean? I could have definitely made things work in my hometown, but I decided to fucking go start from ground zero like a total dumbass. Mm. 
I decided I needed to go far, far away from everyone who loved me and everyone who cared about me. And it's like, yo, and that's why everyone would always ask me, yo, you live in Atlanta? You don't know nobody out here? I mean, that's fucked up because I would be like, yeah, for sure. My mom always said, don't be out here acting like nobody loves you. And what did I go do? My, like my whole life, she always said that. What did I go do though? I went out and acted as if nobody loved me. You know how much easier my life would have been? You know how much more protected I would have been if I would have just stayed where, where I knew everyone loved me? I made life hard on myself because I wanted to live life the hard way, dumb. <laughs> Yo, I had to learn the fucking hard way. Why? I just thought everything was a fairy tale. I just didn't see that freedom comes with a price. And if you're not working to pay it, you'll pay in another way, bro. When people realize you're vulnerable, they'll do anything to exploit you. Like for real. And also, life in the world and these people out here don't actually care about your feelings. I know, I know. It's pretty hard to believe. It was definitely hard for me. But they don't really care about you. My mom always said, the world don't love you like I do. Always. She always said it. I mean, she's mad smart. She's so smart and she's so beautiful and she's so full of wisdom and like, Every time that we're best friends, like, yo, she's my best fucking friend. And every time that we fall out or we have problems, because for years and years, we just had all these unresolved issues from my, my, my teenage life, you know, like for so long. And it's like every time, like we, we get cool and then we don't, like we get cool and then we're not. But I think this time is for good because I have a permanent understanding of everything she's taught me in life. And I had to learn the hardest way. Like, I mean, it could have been harder. A lot of times, though, I realize people who suffer from deep trauma, they kind of like, what's the word? Invalidate their experience and their hardship by saying it could have been worse. And it could have been worse, but like, yo, it was bad. And I don't want that to be the only thing that makes me feel better. But it could have been worse, though. Like, it could have been definitely worse. And I'm okay. And I'm okay. And I still have. <laughs> I still have me. And everything I came with, I'm okay, I'm not damaged, I'm straight. Everything's fine. Because I could be so much worse off right now and without my life. You guys already know that. If you know the episodes, you know, you know, you know. There was a gun in very close vicinity. Just, and in life, it's been really hard to deal with, it's been super hard on me to deal with, I think, it's been extremely hard to deal with the fact that the stalking, like 
the deep, deep, deep stalking. Like, do you know they were like watching, like, do you know they were like trying to find out where my mom lives? You know? Do you know they got the motherfucker who I felt like I was in love with to ask me all these questions and say he was gonna like marry me and all this good shit just to get a hella information on me? Yo, that shit gets mad deep. It gets overly deep. And it's all really illegal. And it's all an open case, but I just don't. And I just shouldn't be speaking on it, but yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I had to delete a lot of my other episodes. Because I have a lot of bits and pieces of like, um, I'm such a loud mouth. I need to shut the hell up sometimes. But yo, this is my experience. And it's anonymous. So who cares, right? Really? Who cares? Anyway, despite all that, like, we don't even need to talk about all the details. The shit is fucking crazy. And... Oh, you know something else I realized? I've never really, really liked anybody. Like, I've never really, like, I've had crushes, yes, and I enjoy crushes. But I also realized that I've never actually, like, you know something my mom told me? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, Mommy, like, I only, only, only like the people that I like because I've projected all these amazing things onto them. She's like, now you don't need to take all the credit for that. Like, you know that they had a hand in in all in making you believe all those things about them too. I'm like, oh my God, you're right. You know, I've only ever, here's my thing. I tend to fall in love with ideas anyway. And because I, in my head right now, every idea that I have has an opposing idea that I believe equally is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You could say that it's Gemini shit, but I'm just saying, like, I have so much uh, going on up here. (laughs) But I fall in love with ideas constantly, all the time. I like the idea of everything and instead of the reality of it, right? But... I don't want to say that I do that currently, but in the past, I have. But, ooh, and by the way, reality is hitting me like a brick wall. So I'm definitely learning to accept and love reality for what it is. Wait. No more delusions. Mm. I know they love that word. No more of that. (laughs) But, like, um... Here's the thing. I've never really, really, really liked anybody. And I know that, but I've just liked the attention because I couldn't give it to myself at the moment. And the thing is that almost any guy that I've ever liked, I could, in the moment, talk mad shit about them. Like, no. (laughs) I could say the things that that I do see and don't like, but... Like, um, all that I can really be infatuated with and all that really occupies my mind is what I do like and what I think of them and all my ideas that I have for them is like, oh, yikes. I just say, ew, every time I think about any boy that I've ever, like, had a crush on, I've only had crushes and I, I've never, like, indulged in a true relationship. And I kind of like to have that 
under my belt. Like, mm, we never dated. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I think that's caused a lot of obsession also in my relationships because you know that there's been like multiple, like more than one guy who I find out that all of our conversations are recorded. And I will fucking say right here, right now, that everybody, all the guys have a thing for my voice. I'm not bragging. Honestly, it's more of a woe than a celebration. It's more of a problem than anything now that I realize. And by the way, I don't know what I'm going to be. Like, what am I going to do in life? Okay, for real. Like, what am I going to do? Because, hold on, let me take a drink. What am I going to end up doing? Because am I going to be a stalker too? Just to make sure those motherfuckers aren't stalking me because I'm paranoid about all the things that have happened in the past, even though I'm safe now. Am I going to be a, am I going to start recording all of my conversations just to make sure they're not recording me? Like, what am I going to be? Like, am I going to be on guard? Am I going to be like, Paranoid, paranoid, and and set people up just to make sure they're not setting me up? Am I going to record everything because I've been recorded? Like, am I going to, like, overly, like, be, like, overly surveillant about everything in life? Like, when I do start with relationships again, when I do get back into the, the whole thing, I really fucking doubt it, though. I really fucking doubt that I'll ever get back into the whole thing. To be real, I just want to be like Jay California Cooper. When I was... Um, really young, my mom told me that was her favorite, favorite, favorite author of all time, J. J. California Cooper. And she went to a book signing one time before she passed away. She went to a book signing and J. California Cooper lives like alone on a farm somewhere far, far, far away from everyone in seclusion. My mom asked her why. She was like, because I don't like people. I think they make dumbass decisions. and Or I don't think she said the A word. Okay. <laughs> That's me. But like, she's like, I think they make dumb decisions and I don't enjoy them. I don't like people. Okay. I just had a conversation with my mom, actually, just so I could confirm everything that I was just saying about J. California Cooper. Okay. So it turns out J. California Cooper said to the audience at the book reading is that she doesn't like people. My mom didn't ask her. I had to confirm that I don't want to be saying lies, y'all. You already know that I've given up that <laughs> that life. But I've only, you know what, though? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Despite that. Despite that. Okay, I didn't want to be misinforming you guys. Um, you know... Uh, but listen, so she had told the audience that she just doesn't like people. That's why she lives in seclusion. And, you know, my mom got her book signed and all the good stuff. But, like, no, she didn't ask the question. But I wonder, though, because I do like people, but, like, 50% of all people are men. And I don't trust those motherfuckers, even though they did get some of my friends in on the bullshit and, like, who are women. But, like, mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. We're just going to fucking see. But I don't know if I'm going to be that person who's just, like, never dates again. Because I low-key don't want to. Like, the idea of any man being close to me. Like, oh, my God, guys. Lately, I mean, I fucking hate it. And I used to be so into it growing up. And, like, life. My whole life, okay? I'm only 20, so growing up is just life. 
<laughs> growing up is just most of my life. Um, I was so into it, like, with the whole romance. And I was such a rom-com junkie, like, for real. And a chick flick junkie because I loved the romance. And any song I listened to, I wanted it to be about love. And any song, like, oh, I had this friend who was one of those janky rappers. And he was like, oh, my God, he actually turned out trying to... Honestly, you can never have a fucking friend in this life if you're a girl who's a guy. Like, unless you're just mad ugly or you both find each other ugly, like, or he finds you ugly, like, you can't really be friends with him. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just me. But whatever. What I'm trying to say is that he, um, he was like, um, oh, what should I make a song about? And like, you should make a love song. But those motherfuckers don't know love. Anyway, <laughs> no, but like uh, all I was so obsessed with was like love and romance and oh my God, even though I never let myself get close because I love to punish myself, self, no Capricorn, I never get myself too deep into shit or whatever because I don't allow it. And that is the fucking answer to why I don't do the whole boyfriend shit for real heavy or like officially I don't make things official but also because there's just so many reasons and I just I'm gonna be real and I don't want to sound like a snob and I don't want you guys to judge me but fuck it judge me judge me fine whatever I'm gonna tell you that um I just I've never come across anyone who is like up to my standards my standards have always been extremely high, which is why there's been so many rejections. And it's hurt really bad for a lot of guys. I don't care. I mean, yo, but here's the thing. Rejection and obsession don't mix well. Shouts to, oh wait. I don't know if I could say that. I don't know. You know something that really bothers me about X, which is when I say that I'm talking about XXXXXTentacion. <laughs> you know something that bothers me is that he, if he did do all those awful things, which is like with any other celebrity, I would be like, he did it, he did it. Because I believe the woman, because I know how it can be. And I know the way the world doesn't believe women. Now I know for real, but like, I've always known. And. Like, if he did do it, I don't even like the fact that I want to use the word if, and the reason I do is because he was just extremely handsome. But that motherfucker was a sick fuck. Like, a real sick fuck, for real. I mean, for real. And even, like, the shit that I've heard is, like, I heard that he's, like, a two-sided... I don't know, I don't want to speak ill of the dad, but I heard that, like, all his conscious shit was, like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm glad... Because I have lots of different sides, too. I'm multidimensional. And maybe one of his sides was ex an extremely sadistic fuck. I mean, hey. People are allowed to... I mean, especially men are allowed to be multidimensional. And I don't understand why in this society women aren't allowed to be. Also. Like, yo. But anyway, yeah. Obsession and rejection don't mix well. Like, if you're super fucking obsessed with somebody and then you finally work up the courage to, like, 
you know, ask them out or make a pass at them. And I would be, yo, mad harsh. I don't even think mad harsh is it, but it was just like, even one time one of my good friends told me, ah, love that girl. One of my good friends told me, yo, nobody wants to ask you out because you look like you're going to say no immediately. They are scared of you. A few guys have asked me to ask her, like this is high school shit. A few guys had asked me to ask her. No, no, no. Asked her to ask me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Asked her to ask me, like, like trying to holler at me, get at me. And I'm like, oh, no. And the fact that I say, ew, no, sometimes when they're right in the vicinity, is like, you know, I was just uncontrollable. Like, oh, my God. But, like, no, for real. My standards have always been extremely high. Even when I'm talking to guys, I can notice a lot of times the things that I, like, the flaws. And I'm a Virgo. My Venus is in Virgo. That's overly critical. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's not cool, but it is me. It is how I am and how I've been in relationships especially. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, he's not good enough. Like, I know. That's not cool. Nobody wants to feel rejected to that extent. And once they feel it, it's painful. And do you know how sick these motherfuckers are? Mm. But there's so much to this story that it's just insane. For me to have gone, for me to go in, because it goes so much deeper that it left, it followed me outside of everything, okay? It followed me. And the energy of that followed me because the energy of that whole situation has followed me because um, I've, I hadn't changed for so long. Um, my whole life, I kind of been the same way. So yeah, um, that's what it is. And I'll tell you what it ain't though. It's not cool. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get back into the dating game only because I'll never know who's who and I'll never know like, I don't know. For the shit to have followed me from state to state is like, yo. I don't want to speak on too much, but it's the thing that's on my mind the most. So it has been coming up a lot, okay? But yeah, dude, back to the mantras. See, I here's another thing. For me to even can be continuously bringing this up, you know, I'm so moving past it. And I'm actually at a point where I want to live. Like, for the longest time, the things that have affected me have been like, yo, I just want to die. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I actually want to live. I actually do love my life. I feel extremely safe. I feel really loved. I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who love me. I I like, you know, I'm good. I have my friends. I got my people. And I'm good. But for me to even be bringing that up, that's a negative mantra right there. For me to even be in a good place and to bring it up and to bring up some. But I'm doing this for you. <laughs> I'm bringing this up for you. You know that? It's all for you to learn. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Oh, also I learned that my audience is like 
ages 18 through 22. Like 100%. And it's mostly women. Hey, hey, what's up, girls? <laughs> um, so yeah, take it from me, girl. <laughs> take it from me. These are some sick fucks. And I just had the only reason I need to bring it up. It's for me to work through it and for you to learn about it. And it's kind of like, where do we find that healthy balance where we're not, yo, <laughs> tell me why. Like, there's this very, very, very harsh placement I have in my chart that has to do with Pluto and Venus. I'm not going to say which one. But if you know, you know. If you know about aspects, then you know. Um, where every time I go to read about it, and I only learned about it like this year, 2021, because I'm just now getting into my aspects. Um, I'm just now trying to learn more about aspects, uh, the ones in my chart. But... um. It just says that I'm like prone to stalk stalkers and I don't like that and obsessive behavior. And no, it's true. Like, here's the thing. I don't go out and fucking do it. Like I do obsess about people in my head. And and that's the thing when it comes to idealism is like, um, okay, so oh my God. When it comes to one of these guys who I had the hugest crush on for the longest time, which is why they used him, you know? He's a fucking stalker. But I would, like, think about him all day whenever we were talking. But when we weren't, I would never think about him. Like, whenever we stayed, no, no, no. Whenever I was crushing on him, because during the times of me talking to him, I went in and out of having a crush on him. It's like, oh, my God, sometimes I'm like, this motherfucker sucks. And other times I'm like, oh, my God, I love him. Um, and honestly, I've only ever said, here's the thing. I like to lie to myself and say that I love guys, especially after they tell me they love me. Cause I want to make everybody comfortable, you know? And then I'm like, oh my God, maybe I do love him. This is what love feels like. Oh my God. But I really don't think I've ever been in love before. Nope. I know what love feels like for sure. I know how it feels to love someone for sure. But I don't know how it feels to be in love. And I've always wanted to, so I've always really played into it. And being like, oh my God, I love you. I love you too. You know, just constantly saying it. Just so I can feel it, but it's never really been there. Because what I did love is the thing I was obsessing over, which is the idea of him that is actually not real. (laughs) E. I know, it's gross. Fucking gross. Absolutely atrocious. You know? There's so much to be said, bro. (laughs) Ew, one time I had this guy who kept trying to call me bro and flirt with me. I was like, yo, actually, ew. But, oh my god. I've, I've done so much for these guys. Like, you guys all know. If you guys don't know, I'm not sexually active. I don't have sex. I have had a few assault cases as I've, like, 
like lightly brushed on in this episode, but I've never like it's never been taken from me like the the V card and also I've never given it away because if you watched my lies projections and fear of rejection episode, I think I mentioned it in that one. Um lies projections. Okay, it's the second episode, but it uh, I think I'll bring that one back because that one has a lot of insight on like everything, right? So if you watch that for years years and years of my life, I had this big plan to sell my virginity for millions of dollars and I never actually executed it. And that's what I was saving it for for so long, but I don't think I really want to do it anymore because now that I've been in such a drastic situation because the first time I've ever like experienced any kind of assault was like um it was like um I had gotten into this guy's car and he had just like done something really fucked up. You know what I mean? Like I was mad stupid. I was taking a ride from a stranger and I was super dumb, super young. Don't want to say the D word. Not don't want to say dumb, but I was not being very smart or safe because I wanted a quick ride. I don't know. I don't know. But I honestly, if some guy asks you to get in his car, he probably is going to treat you like a prostitute. Maybe you should like consider that deeply. But he tried to do something super fucked up. I was screaming for help. It was really bad. It was a bad time. I was like in between houses. So I had to come home to this super fucked up situation with this bipolar bitch. I'm not ragging on mental health. I'm sorry if if you relate to that. But she was really fucking crazy. I mean, okay, I don't want to say the C word. I no, and I don't even feel like that. It was just that I never knew what to expect with her crazy ass. And you know, I was just there for a week, but it was like a really tough time. And she was a really, really she devil, like for real. And um I had to come on to this super effed up situation. I almost confided in her and then I was like, no, 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 like just forget it. You know, and I I remember just being like, oh, my God. I remember when I got to the train station, I just cried out loud. I had to take the train home, and I was just crying in the train station. There was nobody there, though. It was late at night, and there was nobody there, and it was, like, some far, far away train station in Atlanta. And I just remember just crying, like, out loud, though like out loud and just not stopping there was nobody around I remember my cries echoing because I just felt so like violated it was such a fucking violation you know um the second time was I think the term is let me see let me search I'm about to google (laughs) because I think I know the term from my case oh yeah by the way I came to the balcony because it's very nice out here and those are fireworks motherfuckers don't know how to stop shit oh yeah okay forced oral copulation okay and there was a gun involved there's a whole lot to the story but like fuck it fuck it whatever I'm gonna talk about it I don't care it's a really bad situation and it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But, okay, whether or not we want to talk about that, which we don't, we being me and you and us, um, yeah, like, I've never 
like ever like done it and honestly though i have like <laughs> i can't even speak on it to some people because um i would just make up these elaborate stories about about it so that people would get off my back i had this friend who was really close with me who kept always pressuring me to have sex and she made me extremely self-conscious because she was extremely sexually active so i gave her this whole fucking story and it's like <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah like i just i've always been too scared to do it and i think i don't know if sex and love correlate either like but i've always felt like maybe if i do that then i'll be in love or something i don't know i have a lot of um i have a lot a lot of questions in life and i have a lot that i don't know but now i know that i don't want to give it to anybody because like ugh, you know i know that i don't want to like I don't want anyone to have it. And I was going to go. The reason I brought up the, the whole crime situation is because I was going to go and try to sell it for millions of dollars and be a fucking millionaire. Like, you know, if you fucking Google girls who have sold their virginity for millions of dollars, it exists. It's a real thing. <laughs> and I saw this when I was 15. I was like, I'm going to save my virginity and I'm going to do this. But I I had mixed that in with a bunch of slutty behavior that I, not even that, that's not the fucking word, with short shorts and crop tops, which is really it. I mean, but right now it has me, like, life has me looking at my old self and my trauma has me looking at my old self as if I was asking for it. And it's really painful because I, I believe in a woman's right to wear whatever she wants to wear, but I'm still processing the fact that I was wearing a short skirt and a tank top and my makeup was done. I looked great when it happened, you know? I'm trying to process that, okay, and just give me time. But I, I had mixed this party, and you know what else? This whole party girl persona I had painted for myself. When I was in Charlotte, I I had um, gone to a few parties with a few girls and, and then been like, oh, my God, I love parties. I love to party. I love to dance. I love to party. I love to party and dance. So that's my thing. I'm a party girl. People ask me, what do you like to do? I like to party. That was my thing. Uh, for a while, I had Instagram, and my whole thing was like, um, party girl in my bio. <laughs> so then I had this whole persona of being a party girl, and it was not exactly real because I, I, I mean, I, I went to some pretty good parties in life. Does that bother you guys? People don't know how to fucking quit. Let me fucking tell you what day it is. It's July 9th. Like, fucking give it a break. <laughs> give it a rest. Give it a break. Whatever. I'm sure they're having a great time. But um, anyway, if you guys can hear that, I hope that you can. Just so I don't sound crazy. But, yeah, there's, like, fireworks going on. They just stopped. I don't know. Oh, okay. There they go. There's some more. <laughs> but anyway, you know, um... What the fuck? Mm, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go inside now. <laughs> okay, we're good. Just as I was about to leave, they stopped. Let's hope they don't start again. All right? Because I really hope. Okay. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but the reason why I had brought up the whole virginity thing and that I wanted to sell it and all this good stuff and the reason why I'm still a virgin, basically, that's why. Because I've come so close and I'm just too fucking scared because I wanted my millions. You know what I'm saying? I was like, no, bitch, I'm not cheap. I want my millions. But the reason why I'm scared and the reason why I don't want to do it ever, like ever now, is because I'm scared that... If I was put in a situation that deadly, where I was that scared, um, by some guy, then who's to say some millionaire, billionaire couldn't, like, totally do some scary shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, steal me away (laughs) or like with the stalking shit or like, you know, something I also think and really, really, really think might have to do with the stalking. I mean, I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, fuck it. (laughs) You can't. But (laughs) I need to stop. I'll be like, I don't need to explain to you. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, um, no, correct me if I'm wrong or whatever. But, like, to a lot of people, especially growing up in the hood, you know, not even growing up. I didn't grow up in the hood, obviously. But basically, when I was, like, moved to an urban area. I know, I know. Urban is not a very nice word. It's just... You know, not very nice. But <laughs> when I was first moved to a black area, and I'm black, in case you guys don't know, I'm sure you guys know by now, but yeah, I'm black. When I was first moved there in middle school, and I moved, uh, honestly, I've, I've been moving back and forth between white and black schools ever since middle school, though. But okay, no, no, let's see. Let's see. Seventh grade, I went to a really, really ghetto black school. I don't want to say the, the G word. Oh, my God. Fuck it. Fuck it. Whatever. Right? Um, eighth grade, too. It was a different one, but yeah. And then ninth grade, went to a white school. And then in tenth grade, I went to a white school in Chesapeake, Virginia. And then... Chesapeake and like um, Virginia Beach. I went to two schools that year. Then in my junior year, I came back and went to the same school for the last two years of school. And it was a black school where all the people I knew in middle school went as well. Right? So... A lot of people have told me they, like, yo, where's what's your real voice sound like? You know what I mean? Ugh. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people have accused me of faking this accent or faking the accent that I have. And I don't even really think I have one, and I always kind of wanted one. I always wanted a New York accent or, like, um, Boston accents are cool to me. Um, I've always wanted some cool northern shit or a really deep southern accent. Or I'm really good at them, by the way. <laughs> I'm so good at southern accents; it's ridiculous. 
yo, <laughs> it's insane. But, or like a British accent, but no, a lot of people have like been like, yo, what is your voice like? So I do think a lot of like the recording of the conversations and the stalking and stuff, I don't want to blame myself, but I, a lot of times I find myself searching for a reason, like why me? Like I would, I would tell people like, yo, I'm not worth all this. Like, why are they doing this shit? I'm just not like, I don't think anybody is worth watching all the like surveilling for like so long, you know? But, um, but yeah, I think a lot of it has been because of everybody's trying to catch me in a lie. But since I've been so mysterious and since I've painted so much idealism in my brain for myself and for others and for the world, <laughs> and since I've been so fucking mysterious and since I've, I've, oh my God, you know what I always hated in the past is when I tell a lie to protect myself whenever a guy is being extremely invasive with his questions, when I lie to protect myself and they keep pushing it or like, like try to dig it up, like, yo, that's not your business anyway. Oh my God. I can't. I don't like it. I, um, I don't. I don't like it. But, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> since I've been so mysterious, I understand why people have, like, assumed that I have something to hide or tried to catch me in the act constantly. But here's the thing. Everybody's a fucking human and everybody just does human things. Like, I'm not faking a fucking accent. I'm not, I have faked the funk before, for sure. <laughs> but I've only, I noticed that I've only ever lied to protect my feeling, to practice, to protect myself from vulnerabilities. And yeah, people only lie when they feel insecure about something, insecure or vulnerable. That's just, I think that's just human nature. But since I was feeling like that all the time, and since I've for so long had such a fear of vulnerability, well, lately I've had to be. I've had to come forward and like explain to the people who love me the things that I'm going through because there's no way that I could continue to hold it in anymore. Cancer North Node shit. That's what I'm on. I'm trying to get there. But like, yeah, since I've been so scared of vulnerability and my pride has been so like OD and my public image has been so important to me, all those things, Capricorn, South Node, you know, it's, um, it's been hard for me. So of course it's it's come off like I have something to hide or that they need to catch me in something or whatever. But I'll tell you what, motherfuckers are total sickos. That's one thing I do know. <laughs> That's one thing I do know. But I will say like, yeah, I don't want to keep talking about it, but I do want to say, I did want to say a few things. Also, me and you, listening we gotta get better at the things we tell ourselves and i'm gonna have to give my mantras back in order um i have a few regimens that i've started since my last episode i know it's only been like one day but i'm trying to get back into a um i'm trying to get back into a routine so i've written out some things i need to do and um one of those things i need to get my psycho cybernetics right because, yo, it's a real thing. It's a real thing where the things that you say create the life that you live and the things that you see. And you know what? Lately, I've been re-watching this show. Oh, my God. I've been watching it with my friend, my BFF. Um, 
we've been like rewatching it together because I saw it like during childhood or whatever. But it's a show called Switch to Birth. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. And there's a deaf girl and there's like sign language. I used to know sign language when I was little, like really small. But I, I've fallen out of the habit and I'm going to like get back and learn. I'm about to take a, um, a class with this group soon. I hope. I don't know. I haven't signed up yet. But I, I did the research and I really want to go. But um, I want to take some classes, some ASL classes. But I haven't seen anyone sign in years in person. But I've been watching Switched at Birth. And when I tell you today, today, I was going to get some Just Egg because, you know, it's really good and I'm vegan and I can't eat eggs, but sometimes I want a little scramble. Scramble! You know, that's just life. Sometimes you want that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Scramble, scramble. Oh, who am I? <laughs> who are you? But yeah, like, um, yeah, today, literally today, in the Frozen section, I saw... <laughs> Walking through the frozen section, I literally saw a couple they were signing. You know how when things get on your radar? You experience them? That's not coincidence either. Because one thing I've learned about life is there are no coincidences. Now that I'm in a really happy place in life, I have to stop. I've been really, really good lately about stopping myself with the bad programming. I'll almost say some shit and I'll not all the way say it and then say something positive. Because I don't know why, but I always say things out loud. Like always. I mean, that's just the way I am. Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. I have so much of that in my chart. So, you know. But um, I like to communicate. That's why I'm the Mercury goat. <laughs> I'm big on communication. It's my whole thing. Um, and I say things out loud, like things that could really, really, really make or break the life that I live. And lately, I've been really good at correcting myself when it comes to the things that I shouldn't be saying out loud to myself. And, um, yeah, dude, we just both have to get better. Me and you listening. Like, we got to get better at the, like, the way we speak to our reality because that's all we're ever doing. You know? So get it right, y'all. I'm getting it right, too. And mantras are real. Like, like I said before, whether they're good or bad, they definitely work.